my next guest, I usually give a lot of credits about how good we're doing and where we're at and all these things, but my next guest um, has been affecting my life uh, for over 26 years. Um, that's the reason I say 26 years because 2019 marks his 26-year music. I remember when he released a single called While We Sing that changed the landscape of gospel music. Here's a little story about that. Um, I remember Steve Harvey and I would sold out a concert in uh, Houston, Texas. Is at the music hall, seat seat uh, four thousand, and um, I played two songs. Steve said, "Why are you playing music?" But start the show. I played uh, this song called "While We Sing." See, so you playing gospel music before we start a comedy show? I said, "Dude, I, I just I gotta play this song. This is my song." This song had affected me in a way that uh, opened my eyes because I was I was in transition with my life, and to hear this music um, from this young man out of the Fort Worth, Dallas area, just changed the landscape. His album remained at number one on Billboard Top Gospel for forty two weeks. He was the first gospel music artist or album to sell over one million units. He is a gospel musician, songwriter, choir director, and author. He's known for leading urban contemporary gospel choirs such as The Family, God's Property, and One Nation Crew. And has won multiple awards, including 14 Grammy Awards. Variety dubbed him as the reigning king of urban gospel. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my man, Kurt Franklin. What's going on, family? Uh, Kurt, <laughs> hey, Brad, you, you know, the thing that I like about you is that um, I, I like, like I love. Because I've been able to watch you grow as a, a husband, a friend, a, 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 an ambassador, a, a spokesperson. Yeah. Uh, I've seen you. Because, uh, see, a lot of people don't know that uh, when Steve and I, Steve used to host Celebration of Gospel on BET. I was, I was writing and produced it. So for 13 years, I got the, I, I got the, the joy of watching Kurt Franklin perform on stage. Wow, wow. How, wow. in, in, in that 13 years of, because that, that show helped transform the landscape of gospel music. You had Steve Harvey, which, who yeah, wasn't, wasn't a typical guy to be associated with gospel. So he brought an audience that wouldn't normally come to gospel. And then yeah. you guys did your thing from a, uh, it was like, it was like the Grammys version of, uh, or, uh, uh, or, or BET, uh, awards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, you know, it, it, it was uh, transformative. It changed the trajectory of the genre because what it did is that it gave a, a visual introduction to a lot of the people that uh, a lot of people in mainstream may have just heard the music, but they didn't really know who the people were. And so to be able to now have a platform where people can see who these people are and, and can be connected to what it is that they're doing at a deeper level, that's a very powerful thing. And so Celebration of Gospel was uh, very transformative in that. You were transformative in that. Steve was transformative in that. And so, you know, those, those were the beginning foundations of uh, a revolution that kind of happened within the genre. But we can say that about Celebration of Gospel. But you started it way back then with Why We Sing in that album. <laughs> you Funny. Know, how, did, Funny. how did that, tell us the truth now, tell us the truth. Because you know, you know, urban urban music was like, uh, you know, you had Isley Brothers, OJ's, and then then they started playing your song, and they started playing it on a regular basis on these 
hot R&B station. Your song wasn't regulated to just Sunday music. Why do you think, yes, was it timing or was it just uh, uh, the, the words of that song? You know, if I can be very candid and, and, and I know there's no human science that can, uh, that can regulate this statement or can, you know, say to try to prove uh, this type of theory. This is a theory that is seen with the invisible eye and, uh, and I trusted with the invisible hand. I believe that it was just God's grace, you know, yes, and, and I know it's hard to quantify that in, in a platform that is all about uh, returns and dividends. And so when we're not able to always do that, when, when we talk about the supernatural, mm-hmm. but I still believe in it. And I believe that it's been the foundation of my life. But think about it, bro. Mm-hmm. You're talking about somebody that does gospel music and been doing it for 26 years, <laughs> how I've been doing it. And I can't sing, you know, there are, <laughs> there are people out there that are dope singers, you know, and here I am running around, bouncing around on stage. And, you know, that ain't number just, you know, God's amazing grace because it don't make no sense. It makes sense. You know? It makes sense because you make me, you make me emotional. You make me uh, feel good. You make me, you inspire me with your music. You make me uh, step back and take hold of what is happening in my life with your music. Um, just an amazing combination of styles. Uh, I, I, I've asked them to appear on uh, TV shows like Sister Sister with me. So I asked them. To, I asked them to go on tour with me with Steve Harvey which was unprecedented and because uh, that's his brand and that was Steve Harvey's brand. And then uh, yeah. I asked him to open up the Neighborhood Awards in Las Vegas with me, and um, he never said no. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I never will. <laughs> never will. <laughs> you know, because uh, cause I, I remember I, said, I went to Kirk. I said, Kirk, I said, could you, could you do the Neighborhood Awards? A lot of people know Neighborhood Awards was a – award show that Stephen Hyde did in Las Vegas for 16 years, which sold out everywhere. It recognized the, the stars yeah. in our community. It's an amazing uh, yeah. production of quality. And 16 years. 16, 16 years. 16 years. Seven, 16 wow. years. And, and I said, I said, Kirk, could you, could you open up with uh, Melodies from Heaven? He said, Rushon, Melodies from Heaven? I said, man, Melodies from Heaven, rain down on me. Rain uh-huh. down on me. Take me in your yeah. arms and hold me close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, man, I'm I'm just very grateful for those moments. Those are those are really life defining moments for my career, man. And you know, I'm just very glad to be you know still around and you know even doing it with new music now. So it's it's really a blessing. We know it's a blessing because I'm gonna tell you how, when he says the word because he said family when he said my name up front and uh, he said what's up family. And he means that when he says that, because when we used to do the celebration of the gospel, you know, Steve and I, we'd be in our trailer, and then Kirk come on, knock on the door. He come on in. He said, "What's up, family? What's talk?" <laughs> it, it, it was like talking to a younger brother, because he's younger than me, and uh, Steve, he's yeah. younger than Steve too. And he said, "Got some advice for me? Got some?" Advice. And we look at him, you know, because because it's like it's like it's like walking into a church, you know, because we were we were very respectful of the environment that we were walking into. When you went into the gospel <laughs> arena, that's not our arena. We are performers. Uh-huh. We're entertainers, and guess what? We we cussed. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so when we walked in there, we had to remember that. And so when he would come into our trailer, it all put up the cards, put up everything. Kurt coming in. Kurt said, "Will y'all stop it? Will y'all stop it? Stop it!" That is so. And and and, so and, I, and he would ask for our advice. And I remember when he when they when they had the opportunity to put together the. Uh, 
the, the tour with uh, him, Marvin Sapp, and uh, uh, who's the other? With, uh, yeah, uh, with um, with uh, Donna McClurkin. Donna McClurkin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That was a great tour they put together. You know, he came in our trailer talking about that. What do you think? What do you think about this? Songs he would, songs that he, there were hit songs he asked us. What, what do you think about this song? What do you think about this song? And Steve had an ear for music. He knew that. Steve had an ear for music. I give him that. He could hear a song and he knew words and, and, and Kirk respected that. But what we respected most was that he is just a regular guy. And I don't, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think that, uh, I say that in all honesty because being in the music for 26 years, there's so many trends, there's so many ups and downs, there's so many people say, your music, your genre is done, you won't make it. And he's always, not, I wouldn't even say the word evolved. He's just performed. He's just been Kurt Franklin. And that's a special wow. quality, brother. Thank you, man. That's very humbling. That, that, that is very humbling coming from you. And, and I'm just glad to be here on the show and letting people know that, you know, I'm still trying to do it, still trying to make that difference. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still doing it, even with the new music, uh, your Long Live Love album and uh, Love Theory, the new single. And, you know, I'm just, just very thankful, man. Very thankful. Yes, uh, we're going to come back in this next break and we're going to talk about because Sunday's Best is coming back. Woo! And the best is back, baby. He, he, you know, I used to call him. I said, Kirk, man, you are so good. Boy, boy when he hosts that, Sunday Best is like a natural for him. And we're going to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Long, <laughs> Long Live Love Tour. We're going to talk about that new single that's out and that festival that he's doing every year that's selling out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to the one and only Kirk Franklin. He's family, and I'm happy to be recognized as part of his family. Uh, this was Sean McDonald. You're Listening to Money Making Conversations, I'm interviewing Kurt Franklin. Um, 26 years marks his um, introduction into us knowing who he is in this business. But how did it all start for you, Kirk? Uh, the music, the the, the, the the whole choir directing, uh, being inspired to believe yeah. that the songs that you have should be heard by and, and, and listened to by millions. How did it all start for you? Yeah, well, is I, I was adopted when I was four by a 64-year-old lady who who uh, paid for my piano lessons by recycling cans and newspapers. Uh, she didn't have a lot of money, you know, and she apparently saw something in me. It was just being led by, once again, by that invisible hand, you know. Uh, and so um, she died before she heard any of my music ever recorded. But uh, I developed a very uh, strong passion for the music at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then one gift that God gave me early on was songwriting, and so songwriting uh, really changed my life. It, it changed my life because these were the songs that God was giving me, and I couldn't believe that He would be kind enough to let me borrow these kind of songs. And so uh, that 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 was really the foundation of my career. And so uh, it, it 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 just opened up doors for me to work with so many incredible people as a songwriter. And then as a producer, and then as an arranger, and uh, choir director, performer, you know, curator, and so uh, you know, I'm just just really humbled by uh, just the opportunities that I've been able to do it in. And that's that's really a, a a journey, a humbling journey. And that's why I guess when you say you're just humbled by it, when you hear that that story, it lets you know that there was no uh, silver spoon for you. There was no defined opportunity. You walked down this path. There's going to be success. There was all blessings, and you were there to receive the blessings and understand the blessings, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and that's all it's been. 
this has been God's blessings upon blessings. And so that's all I've been able to have, and that's all I know. And, it, and it's been enough. It's really been enough. Now, this song, Love Theory, debated number one on uh-huh. Billboard's hot gospel song chart and has been number one for 20 straight weeks. Song is number four on Billboard's adult RBC. He gonna cross over. He gonna cross <laughs> over. <laughs> come on, come on, go, go there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, Kirk, 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 my brother. Twenty six years and to, to deliver that because you're still a young man. What does the future hold mm-hmm. for you? Because you know, in music, there's always a, a point where people. I, I, I've been there. I've, I've seen the artists. They, they they tend to get locked into a beat, and then the records, the the uh, the, the record industry or the fan base will go. I know that already, but you tend to yeah. you tend to shift gears a lot in good ways. And plus, a lot of people don't know he writes a lot of other people's hits as well. We'll talk about that in a minute because he got one of his favorite all time hits. We talked about that last time, but let's talk about Love Theory. Uh, you know, it, I'm just grateful that you know once again that the Lord will let me borrow these songs. You know. Uh, Love Theory is a song, you know, it, it, it's funny because it came, I was playing with, uh, well, it's my wife and my son were in the living room playing, acting silly, and when I saw them enjoying themselves, <laughs> I wanted to, you know, uh, just jump on the piano, uh-huh. and when I jumped on the piano and started playing, I started playing this groove, and as I played the groove, I was like, wait a minute, that feels kind of good, <laughs> and so as I started playing that groove and it started feeling right, uh, I was like, you know, this may be a little something here, and so that's how it kind of transformed. <laughs> That's how it happened. Oh my goodness! And and so so when you when you when you feel it like that 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 you hopped on you you was inspired and so that so it just flowed out of you and they made that 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 okay. happened like that. Now there are other singles on that album. How does how does the music uh, collaborations come about when you put together albums? Well, you know, um, it kind of starts with with uh, me just getting with God and just seeing if there's you know if there's some songs he can download and then that, you know and, and I take a few months just to, you know, just kind of be at the piano and, or, you know, go to the park or go to my old neighborhood and just, you know, and just write, you know, and, and I just write and spend a lot of time just, just asking God to give me something significant to say, something that can be transformative and not cliche-ish and, and not just, you know, kind of run of the mill. And, uh, you know, you know, there's just a lot of time spent with that. And then even as I, you know, as, as God gave me the songs, he can kind of, he also gives me direction of kind of if it's going to be more of an urban beat program, if it's going to be live music, if it's going to have strings or horns, like, you know, and then I just kind of begin to hear, hear those things, you know, and, and, and so by the time I get to the band and kind of tell them what I'm hearing, or I've got a couple of great guys to co-produce with me, you know, I tell them that I'm hearing, you know, you know, you know, that, this song as drum program, and then you know, you know, uh, they, they may work on some beats and mm-hmm. and uh, kind of you know we, we you know and we may tweak the beats you know because I got some really dope beat makers around me and programmers and and so you know just kind of starts with that it kind of goes from there and and then I and so like what I do is I demo all the songs before we start production right so what I do is I sit then at the piano with singers and I'll demo like the whole album out. You know, like like I'll sit down with the singers and in 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 the studio, and I will lay down every song. So by the time we start putting beats and sounds around them, all they have to do is just continue to keep building on the demo that I've laid down. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a feel good process. It feels really good like that. And 
And, you know, just because sometimes a good beat, you know, or sometimes you try to use a beat to cover up a bad song. Right. So you don't want to try to depend (laughs) on the production Mm -hmm. to try to make the song better. You know, Mm -hmm. you want the song to be good on the song. Wow. Now, the ninth season of the hit music competition show, Sunday's Best, or Sunday Best, comes back on BET June 30th, and the host is the one and only Kurt Frank. Kurt, Kurt, they asked you to come back. Why did you come back and host Sunday Best? Well, you know, I've been in talks with them for over the, the uh, last few years, so, you know, it, 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 it was definitely a, a, you know, just conversation that was ongoing for for about the last year or so. You know, like like I never lost contact with, with BET. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. They, they were going through their transitions, you know. There were some things that they went through as a company. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, you know, sometimes you got to have the right people in the room. And, of course, you're, that you know that very well, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, that you sir. can have the right idea but the wrong people in the room, you know. Or you can have the right people in the room and have the wrong idea, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, so, you right, know, it right. Kinda, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of goes both ways. And so, uh, you know, God and his sovereign timing, you know, made it where, you know, it just worked out at the right time. And so, uh, yeah, new new production, new production company, new uh, 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 level that I think the people are going to be very, very, very <laughs> excited about. I think people are going to be extremely sad about this new season. Okay. They have judges on the show. Are the judges new or who are the judges this year? Um, the new judges are going to be Kelly Price. Uh, the incredible Kelly Price, Erica Campbell, and uh, this young buck named Jonathan McReynolds, who's a new face in gospel music, and he's a beast. I love that. I love that. I love that lineup. But first of all, I love the fact you got Kelly Price because it brings, again, like with Steve, it brings a, another audience to you. You know, it's not, you, you're not you're not in the pocket of the same voices. That's pretty hot. That's pretty hot. Yeah. Now yeah, you're on yeah. tour and now. So you're on tour. Be, mm-hmm. go, ahead, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Now you're on tour with Long Live. Now. Now the tour is it presently on tour right now, and it starts. Is it starting July 11th? That's the start date for the tour. It starts July 11th, man. It's going to be an incredible tour, man. And I'm and I'm giving people all the music. I'm giving them the old music, the wow. music. So when they come, they're going to get the uh, S. Curl, Kirk Franklin. They're going to get the cross. <laughs> they're going to get the cross colors, Kirk Franklin. They're going to get the Carl Kanai, Kirk Franklin. And then they're going to get the Kirk. They got his teeth fixed with a Visalign, Kirk Franklin. So. <laughs> so I can do our smile. So, you know, Woo! it's going to be all of that. See, see, what he's talking about, you need to go Google, I smile, the video. And that's what he's talking about right there. I smile. Because mm-hmm. that, that, that uh, video was important for us because, you know, he came to us. He said, I'm doing this video, Rashawn, shooting in Atlanta, man. And, and we were trying to run in ideas. Because a lot of things about the relationship that, that I have with Kirk is that we would do Celebration of Gospel. And then we all go, all go eat at Cape Mandolini late at night by 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, tell the truth. And we were just uh, yeah, s- sitting in the back in the, in the room, and man, and uh, and just listen to his brilliance. You know, one of the all-time, one of the, one of his, I, I love his catalog anyway, but Imagine Me was all, mm. uh, and I asked him how he came up there. He just, because that's a, that's a, you playing that piano. And he opened up yeah. that, he opened up one of the celebrations of Gospels playing that song. And it was so inspiring to me to, hear your ability to be able to articulate. So when you're talking about jumping on the piano after seeing your family play around, I understand where that came from, because that piano is magical to you. <laughs> Man, I'm very grateful. I really am. And I think, and I thank God for Gertrude for paying for them piano lessons. <laughs> <laughs> now, before I go, I know you got the festival every year. Tell us, tell us what, what is the future of their festival? Yeah, man, well, you know, um, Every genre has a music festival, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like there's Coachella, mm-hmm. and you know that you know there's all these other 
music festivals, but mm-hmm. gospel music doesn't have its own music festival until now. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, we are, we are, we, we have this Exodus Music Festival that allows us to be able to showcase the genre. Mm-hmm. And I want to build it to be a, a weekend mm-hmm. so that it can, you know, also be, you know, something that we even, you know, kind of do, um, uh, um, do even like, you know, uh, film festivals and, you yes. know, you know yes. kind of different things. Yeah. Yes. So it's like I wanted to turn it to be something huge. Well, Kurt, you know, I'm for you. You want film festival, tell whatever you want to do. Just contact Rashawn McDonald. I'll be there to help you. You're, I, I, this was a great episode for me to interview you, uh, be a part of Money Making Conversation, because it talked about our history, our relationship. It's for real. So whatever you want to expand, allow me to be a part of it, okay? Bro, thank you, man. I love you, bro. Thank you. That's Kurt Franklin, everybody.